Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 6, you will hear stories from our seventh collection, Twists and Turns. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. This story is read by the author. One Day's Notice by Ken Chambly. Most couples expecting a child enjoy a few months of eager anticipation and planning. They ready a colorful nursery, friends throw them a baby shower, and grandparents-to-be make helpful suggestions for names. Even weeks out, the due date is a good marker for the life-changing event. My wife and I had one day, one day from no prep and no nursery to welcome home, baby. Zero to 60 parenthood. That is the way adoption sometimes works. That glorious hectic day, though sudden, was six years in the making. When we first heard that my wife would never be able to conceive, we were devastated. Many hard days and decisions followed but eventually we chose our path. We attended an adoption information meeting of the Children's Home Society of North Carolina, the state's leading agency. The news was bleak. Very few babies were available. Come back in two years, they said. We went on with our lives. Many of our friends had babies and we waited. After 24 months, we drove to Asheville for another Children's Home Society meeting. Come back in two years, they said again. It is a humbling experience to know that something so normal and common as having a child will be denied you, and that even raising a child might not be possible. So many babies planned and wanted, so many unplanned and perhaps unwanted, but none to be yours. Another two years passed and we returned for a third information session. None of the couples we had seen before were there. All right, the representative said, we will talk to you. No promises. What followed was months of interviews, writing our personal histories, our friends and families being interviewed, statements of stability requested from our employers. What some people do so easily, or even accidentally, we were tested and judged for worthiness. But we understood children are the most precious resource, and the agency had every reason to be scrupulous. Finally, we received the letter we had hoped for all these years. We will place a child with you, it read, sometime in the next 18 months. Joy, but more waiting. We will call you, the letter also said, and you will come to Greensboro the next day. Whoa, instant parenthood. One day's notice. Imagine being indefinitely pregnant, no due date 
just the knowledge of a delivery at some point. We had a choice. Get everything ready for our baby now and look at the toys and the clothes and the crib every day. Or not subject ourselves to a happy but relentless anticipation. We chose the latter. The next October, I was camping in Cade's Cove with a faculty colleague on our fall break. We rose early to shoot photographs of deer browsing in the meadow mist. It was cool, quiet, peaceful. When we arrived back in Brevard late Sunday afternoon, two fellow English teachers were waiting at my friend's house. That's odd, I thought, especially when they started unloading his gear from my truck with a great deal more celerity than care. You need to go home, they said, now. For a second, I had that pit of the stomach feeling that some tragedy had occurred. But they were smiling and ignoring my friend's pleas to be careful with his camera equipment. I raced across town. My wife was standing in the driveway with her purse and two suitcases. We have a son, she said through happy tears. We have to go to Greensboro right now. I packed for you. The call had come the day before. Every single friend we had knew I was a father before I did. She had even called the Park Service in the Great Smokies to locate me, but by the time they figured out where I was, my buddy and I had already broken camp. I need a shower, is all I could say, overcome. A blur of a drive, a near sleepless night, merely the first, and the next day we were parents, trying to fit our ten-week-old baby into the newborn onesie we had brought. Andrew Paul's lungs proved in fine working order. That night we were back in Brevard and Andrew slept his first few nights in an emptied dresser drawer padded with towels and blankets. Our labor had lasted over six years, years scattered with disappointment and heartbreak, but finally elation. We were well aware, too, that somewhere in the state a young mother we would never meet had made the brave choice to place her child for adoption, and four lives were changed forever. We raised our son with all the love and struggle two people might expect, but we always had a good story to tell about that flip-the-switch day and the thrilling shock of instant parenthood. Copyright 2022, Kenneth Shamley. Kenneth Shamley's work has appeared in three previous personal story publishing project collections, and his poems have been in North Carolina Literary Review, Tar Heel Poetry, Cold Mountain Review, Pine Song, Cacalac, and in many other places. He is a 2022 Gilbert Chapel Distinguished Poet for the North Carolina Poetry Society and teaches regularly for the Great Smokies Writing Program of UNC Asheville. A Book of Poems, If Not These Things, was released from Kelsey Books in 2022. Learn more at KennethShamley.com and at Ken Shamley on Twitter.
Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the seven anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.